This week's episode of Here's What I'll Get is brought to you in part by New Project 2. New Project 2 is an endeavor to try and uh, create some transparency to deplatforming on the internet. And it's rampant. I mean, 2,000 Reddit subreddits got deleted today. Donald Trump's Twitch account got deleted today. Stefan Molyneux's YouTube account got deleted today. Are we seriously believing that there's not some form of collusion in this that leads to all these things happening at once? And uh, New Project 2 sought to like kind of give, give a chance for those people that are on the fringe of what uh, – in our insane society believes is acceptable and try and give a platform to them where they could still be supported by their fans as they have an equal right to it. Cause they have an equal right to their work and their speech that all these other podcasts and YouTubers and other projects have, but um, we can't have nice things. So new project Two announced that it is shuttering its doors due to essentially the big banks deciding that they don't like what you're what you have to say and apparently they have more clout than the federal government when it comes to speech on the internet i uh, i really appreciate what dick tried to do with new project too because it was not a lot there's a lot of people out there that say oh man this sucks and then they don't do anything about it and he tried to do something about it and like um Jordan Peterson did his Patreon alternative, but it's only for him. It's only for him, and, and it's like anybody can just throw up a pay portal and, and get paid for him. It's doing it for other creators that's that's the threshold, and apparently that threshold is is so deeply hidden inside the onion of what our world has become that uh, we can't get out of it. And, like, I just... No one ever listens when you argue online, right? No one listens to you. But I want to be I want to be able to shove this in the throats of the people who when someone gets banned from Twitter and they say, "Well, why don't you just make your own Twitter? Why don't you just make your own Patreon? Why don't you just make your own internet?" It's like, "Well, we fucking tried, and every time we try, you people come marching down to set it all on fire because God fucking forbid people exist in the world that don't think exactly the way you do. God forbid Star Wars doesn't come out and go, oh, hey, by the way, Black Lives Matter, because we're a brand, and we don't fucking believe a single thing, but we got to make a statement, otherwise you dumb fucks will try and cancel us. So New Project 2 is gone. And it won't be back. And the last hope of our world having a place where people can fucking exchange ideas in a way that doesn't have you breathing down each other's necks because someone used a slur or, the, or an F word or posted tits or some other way that makes you, makes someone upset and clutch their fucking pearls. This is the world today. This is the world we live in. We live in a world where we cannot have alternatives to big companies. Google, MasterCard, they will destroy you because you are guilty of wrong thing. So just, just, I mean, take that for what it is. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only 
formerly Intercorporal Podcast, tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, my brother against the Megacorps, Tabbert. Welcome back, everybody. I, when you said non-corporal, I'm thinking like it is not linear. <laughs> Intercorporal. Intercorporal. Yeah. yeah, we are, but we are, but we are between. So it's like it's like when the the uh, gold ducat breaks open the t- the the sphere. No, it's like a tablet of Costamogen or something, yeah. and their bodies get. Inter- filled by paw ones yes. with a paw race and ones uh-huh. with a prophet. This is way later in the series. Yeah, yeah. And they're like human, but they also have the power of the prophets in them, and then they fight. Yeah. It's like that. Yes. Yeah, that's what we are. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And of course, my other good friend in fighting the fight against the man. It's Todd Seidel. Hey, hey. How are hey the people? Uh, we're we're street urchins, nomads, yeah. and former corpos. We are ready to take down take down the man. Man, I uh, I had a really fucked up thing happen to me this week. Yeah, I so I bought my car when I, so let me let me go all the way back. Right, uh, last summer I bought new tires for the Accord. Right, yes, I went to Goodyear. I bought ninety thousand mile Assurance Max Life tires. Yeah. 90,000 mile warranty. Uh-huh. You hit a nail, they'll fix it. Yeah. You get a blowout, they'll replace it. You just come in and pay uh, to re-up your, your warranty. Okay. And it's free until... So anyway, so I had that warranty on the on the cord. And I spent that much on tires and I got 90,000 mile tires because I wanted to have the car for three years. Yes. Well, everyone knows new car. Well, when I got my new car, there was some shit in the glove box. And a lot of it was like paperwork with service contracts. And one of the service things was for my car's new tires uh-huh. that had been bought at 119,000 miles. And I bought the car at 120,000 miles. <laughs> okay. 50,000 mile warranty on these tires. And I'm like, man, this is uh, great, except I can't use these because the warranties are, quote, non-transferable. Uh-huh. So last week I was on my way into work and I hit what I now believe is a brick in the road and ah, just over from yeah. Yeah. Did any damage from, the undercarriage? Oh yeah, it uh it cut a big gash in the tread of my tire. And it, what's worse is it was a point in the highway where I couldn't pull over anywhere okay. for a, a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so I get off the highway and I go to change the tire. And number one, I found out my spare tire is flat. <laughs> Number two, I found out that my wheel spacers don't allow a spare tire to be fitted. Okay. So I put, I got the spare. Uh, fortunately, a coworker drove by me, recognized it was me, came up and was like, "Hey, do you need help?" He goes, to, he goes to the sh- his, the shop and gets a tank of air, and we're able to fill my spare tire up enough. I bolted on as tight as I can and just like idled to yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. A little, uh, quite a ways to work. Get to, get into work. Jack the car back up. Go get some sockets take my wheel spacer off, put the spare back on, and then I call Hibden Tires because I have a plan, and my plan is that I am going to lie. <laughs> You're just using it for the weekend. And I am going to get a free tire because, by God, I'm not paying for a brand-new fucking tire for this car because I want to get new wheels in the next year yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. And when I do that, I'm going to get new Goodyear tires, uh, white-letter tires, I think, which I think that'll look pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't want to buy a brand new tire right now. So I call Hibden Tires. Fortunately, I have this 
bill of sale from when he bought these new tires. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, uh, my name is uh, Greg Hopsenberg. I have a 2007 Mustang, uh, and I hit something in the road, and I'm pretty sure that I have a uh, warranty with you guys, but I don't remember the details. And they're like, yeah, yeah, if you've got that tire certificate, <laughs> then um, just bring the car in, and if we can't fix it, we'll replace it, and then you just pay to re-up the certificate, which is uh-huh. $17. And I'm like, okay, uh, that's cool, but I'm out of town. Is there any way there that <laughs> my boyfriend could bring it in? <laughs> and... Uh, and ha- have it serviced, or do do I need to wait until I get back into town? He goes, no, as long as he, ha- he has the phone number that the car was, that that the warranty's under, it's no big deal. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. I'll call him and let him know. And then I went to a different Hibden Tires. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because it's a double bluff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I show up, and they ask me for the, num- the phone number, and I have the phone number on the bill of sale, and I memorized it in my head. Uh-huh. And I go, yeah, it's uh, 918-867-5309. And they're like, oh, are you uh, Greg Hopsenberg? Like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and then and then I'm thinking, you know, we're we're in we're in the clear basically at this point. They okay. don't they don't notice that the license plate on the car has changed, which that was my only thing, was if they're like, Oh, uh the license plate's no longer one, two, three AXJ. Uh-huh. It's now seven six five ABC. And yeah, they, changed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you change that it means a new owner. Because the plates now stay with the owner, not the car. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't catch that. And the bill of sale for my new replaced tire has the old license plate on the car, on the on that receipt. Uh-huh. So I got got away with it. Okay. Anyway, uh, to me, so you, months ago, I, uh, I ran off the road in the Accord, and I damaged the sidewall of one of my tires. I went to Goodyear. It took them like 20 minutes. They're like, oh, yeah, this thing's done. <laughs> Uh, new tire, twenty bucks, and about thirty minutes later, I'm pulling out. They put my spare tire back where it goes. They put my jack back where it goes. Everything in the trunk is exactly the way I left it. It's incredible. Okay, incredible service, right? I have a feeling that Hibden Tires does not have incredible service. Hibden Tires has god awful service because I waited for three hours in the lobby for them to change this one fucking tire. They finally changed the one tire. They're like, yeah, this tire's toast. You want a new one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put the new tire on. I pay $17. I'm guessing the $20 versus $17, right, is you pay three extra dollars to shave three hours off the whole fucking process. <laughs> so- I, I, get, I get home, and I pop the trunk and look inside. They've ripped two of the trim retaining pins out of my, the trim piece in my trunk. So I got to replace those. The fucking plastic trims all yeah. flopping around in the trunk. They didn't secure down the spare tire, and they have just tossed my jack and tire iron into the car. Like, just they're in there. Like, what the fuck, guys? So I, I will not be going back to Hibden Tires unless it's to replace another tire in this sloppy, car, sloppy. where I will pretend that my name is Greg Hapsenberg again. <laughs> Bunch um, of amateurs. Oh God! I was, and there was a. Oh, this is the worst part. Was there was a woman there, like right after I got there. She's on the phone with somebody, and she's like, "Yeah, we've been here for three hours." And I'm like, "Oh my God, three hours! What is wrong with your car?" And she's there with two kids under the age of three, probably. Uh huh. And they are they they have been there for three hours, so they're bored. They end up being there for another hour, hour and a half before they left. Yikes. This kid, by the time they're about to leave, he, like every 15 minutes, he just goes, ah! 
and, but it was higher and uh-huh. sharper and louder. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there, just like, ah, 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 ah. Oh, I didn't bring my gun. I didn't bring my gun. I'm gonna kill this kid. And then, and then I hear her, and she got, you know what she got in four and a half hours? What? An oil change and a tire rotation. Mm. <laughs> I could not believe that. Four and a half hours to do an oil change and a tire rotation. It like at that, at that point, drop the fucking car off in the morning and come back. Because yeah. then she's like, oh, daddy's getting off work. We can go see him tonight. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you guys not drop the car off this morning? You drive daddy to work. You drive home. You pick him up from work, you pick up your car, and then I don't have to hear your dumb fucking kids. Probably emergency or oil change, yeah. Yeah, an emergency. Oh, God. I Four and a half hours to get an oil change. I, the last time I had my oil change was just a couple months ago. Uh-huh. It took like an hour and a half. And I just went, wandered off and ate breakfast, and I can't come back. And they're like, oh, it's an oil change and a front end and rear end alignment. Show back up, and they're like, yep, she's ready to go. I'm like, cool. Pay. Well, at Hibden, they let it drip like really long. They want to get all that oil out, yeah. My guess is that they pull the plug and then they go to for a lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you could have gone, sh- like, shopping or something. But yeah. But they would have called that Greg Hobson. That was my number. fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I had to be, I had to be sure your car's ready. Yeah. And he would be like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I need to, this is the other thing, I need to figure out a way to change the phone number. So I think the next time I go in, I'll be like, yeah, actually, I got a new, that's my a new oh, phone oh, number, yeah, yeah. And, and change it for my phone number, which is dangerous because I think my phone number is, my mom's account is under my phone number from years ago. So I got to change her. It's going to be a whole process. Yeah, yeah. Weaving that web. You know what? But you know what? Lion got me a brand new tire for $18, and all it cost was three hours of my time. Damn good price. Which is probably- is it- what seventeen dollars for a brand new tire? No, that that's a good price, but the three hours. Yeah, you got to figure like my time's worth twenty five dollars an hour, so that's seventy five bucks. So I basically paid for a new tire. You paid for a new tire, but I, I would have done that anyway. I guess I would have just saved the time if I had gone to Goodyear. But then it would have bugged the shit out of me that one of my tires didn't match because all my tires are the same prime well whatever. It would it would fucking make me insane. I know. I'd have to put them both on the driver's side, the so that the unmatching ones were on the passenger side. Did they balance it correctly? I mean, have you drove it uh, fast? Yeah. Oh, I always drive it fast. <laughs> no, no vibration. I did. I did finally get it to slide today. I've been trying to get the car to slide for like two weeks. Finally got it to slide on my way to pick up you. Yeah. 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 Tulsa drift that's awesome. action. I think that's part of my adjustment in the sway bars because I was I was right on the edge of sliding and I had the sway bar real tight and so I I loosened it. I move it to the looser position, and then uh, now my back end has a lot more grip and a lot less slide. So that's what she said. What, about, what days, about your rims? Is it okay? That Tokyo Drift music. Yeah, the rims are fine. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my sway bar position to its hardest position, and that's where you really get sliding. And I'm just gonna go. I, I don't I know. Mean, to like you get max grounds. sliding when it's the hardest. <laughs> I'm just gonna go fucking Tokyo Drift around some shit. Do some donuts. You gotta play that Tokyo Drift music though. Yeah. That ding 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 ding. <laughs> uh, that's racist, Tim. That's how that song goes. <laughs> it's like yeah, you gotta it's play that girl- Tokyo Drift music. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the girls and that with the girl going. Tokyo. Yeah. I only saw it maybe once. That 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 music became a slight a slightly became a meme recently. 
with no. like bad dr- like bad like like bad drifting videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play that over it. <laughs> anyway, you have any fun drifting news, Tim? Uh drifting, drifting, drifting. I haven't drifted in a long time. I don't drift very often these days. Except drifting off to sleep during movies. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> to, to be honest, that was those were some real clunkers. Those though. were some clunkers. Yeah, we watched uh what was the first we watched Terminator Two <laughs> slash Aliens Two yeah. slash Shocking Dark. Shocking Dark. And that was the best one. It was. It was the and best then, one. And uh, then the, the space one. We that, watched 10 minutes of an alien movie that was all one actor. It's one of those, you can, like, it's this person's first, it's these guys' first movie. Yeah. They've got the script and budget and means to do a, like, a, oh, here's one person trapped in a house movie uh, with, with a guest. The guest alien. Or, a person we can get for one day as the alien. And then the other one with a Baldwin brother and Vivica A. Fox. That one was... That was uh, weird. That was weird. Those guys had those VR spider things on their faces. And, and was, everything was covered in LED tape because it's the future. And it looked like shit. But the VFX were really good. That was it was the VFX were great. <laughs> they had all they had all these holograms for shit, and the holograms all look great. But it they didn't did it. look like a movie. It looked like a YouTube sketch. Yeah. Uh, they needed to. They needed to. Just the lighting was pushed was, their aperture down at least yeah, one stop. Everything was way overlit. Uh, and the acting was really not good. No. Oh, man. Was there another one? Yeah, we watched the last 10 minutes of that movie with Ben Kingsley with the really oh, the creepy robots. kid. Yeah. yeah. I missed most of that. Yeah, that you were you were flat out. I was flat out. <laughs> it was it was really weird. Yeah. We so we also did a thing we were watching these movies and when we all buzzed them we started a new movie, but we started at the timestamp that we ended the fir- the yeah. last one. Yeah. So we t- we buzzed in the first movie after like eight minutes, and then uh, the second movie we buzzed in after like an hour and ten minutes. Uh-huh. So, so we watched the last twenty minutes of another movie. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because we we watched all of Shocking Dark. Yes. Yeah. Which was uh, never never had an official U.S. release. As yeah. like as in theaters, we spent the entirety of you know the reason why I was the best is we spent the entirety of the movie just looking at pictures of actresses trying, <laughs> trying to, to help figure Tim out. <laughs> figure out what lady this lady in the movie looked like yeah. who looked just like Kate McKinnon. He's like, no, it's not her. <laughs> it's, it Who'd you end up deciding it was? It was uh, what's her face from Resident Evil, Mila Jovovich, Mila which Jovovich. she doesn't look like at it was, all. It was totally, totally was, <laughs> totally was. Not backing down from that one. Yeah. It was one hundred percent Kate McKinnon. <laughs> it was not. I need to go find. I'm gonna go get a screen grab of that chick in the movie, and then I'm gonna and you go go grab a screen okay. grab of the chick I'm in the gonna, movie. I'm gonna go to like uh, the I'm gonna like the subreddit, like the tip my tongue subreddit. Uh-huh. Like, who does this look like? Uh huh. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll see who gets gets Kate McKinnon. <laughs> I was just gonna say post it in the Discord. I'll pick my screen grab and you pick your screen grab and I'll post it next to a picture of Kate McKinnon and you post it next to a picture of Mila Jovovich. Sure. And we'll have people say which one's wh- uh, which right. one who's right. Because right. uh, it's in the one back one. of my mind, it's not even Mila Jovovich. It's still someone else in the back of my mind, though. We looked at like literally every woman in Hollywood. I know. Ridiculous. I know. Ridiculous. Monica Bellucci. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we ready? Are you ready to jump into some issues? Tim? I am. I, th- I hear you got a spicy issue for me. I, I always have spicy issues. That's. That's kind of my uh, my whole jam. Here's what I don't get: uh, out bigoting, uh-huh. 
That's where we are, man. We're just out bigoting one another. It's like uh, I can be the most bigoted against against people in order to prove that you you're a bigger bigot. Okay. Like, we've got people. We've got the uh, where was it? Oregon, Oregon, right? They passed a thing mandating masks. Oh, did they? Did they? I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, Man- it mandates masks for everybody except for people of color. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, that's right. like it's like um, is that a real thing? That is a real thing. Which so it's just a what? it's just masks for white people, which is like wait, that's, white to color. That's just that's just that's, Jim Crow. That's, in yeah, the opposite, it's uh, well, yeah, white people get to be uh, on the bus, but they got to be at the back yeah. of the bus. Because because here's the thing, even even if like I had your beliefs on the masks, right? Yeah, uh, they don't. Yeah, they have they have their beliefs on the mask, which is that masks work. Masks work and should be used. Uh huh. So by telling black people they don't need to wear masks, yeah. it's kind of like we don't care if you get Basically. sick and die. <laughs> yeah, it's really like it's a really weird backwards racial thing that's uh-huh. going on, and I don't get the dynamic at all. Me either. And this stuff is happening like. With a lot of services, a lot of a lot of groups are like, "Oh, we're making special concessions for people of color," uh-huh. but but that like it kind of feels like it's like that new Lady Monopoly game. Yes. have you seen that where the woman gets an extra money when she passes uh-huh. go, and, and men, the men don't men get, don't, and they yeah. like they get uh, men get bad things and women get good things. So let's say let's say your family plays Monopoly and they played this version for some reason uh-huh. and by some miracle it does the board doesn't get flipped by the end of the yeah, game yeah right if you're a woman and you win uh-huh can you really say you won <laughs> and if you're a woman and you lost you really lost <laughs> <laughs> like you really yeah. lost yeah. you have to really suck at monopoly in order to lose that one. And that's what we're doing. We're like we're creating these two different spaces. We're creating two sets of standards and means. And by doing so, by holding minorities to lower standards, it it's like it's a self fulfilling prophecy of keeping them in poverty, which is like a complete one eighty to before all this, where minorities have been held to such a high standard, as in. As in to to meet the same uh, criteria. Criteria, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there was someone post someone there was a uh, someone that created a sitcom that ran a couple years ago. It, it was about a Hispanic a Hispanic family. It only ran for one season, but it was created by a, a Hispanic lady and her white uh, partner. Uh huh. Uh, her name, I, I don't know, I remember her last name, but her, her name was Christella. Yeah. The name of the sitcom was Christella. Christella, and it was based on her life and her family. Yeah. Um, guess who got all the money in that deal? The other person. Yeah. The, the, my other, I'm glad you brought up media because my other point in that, the outbigoting. Mm, well, so I mean, <laughs> we might want to just join our issues into one here. Is the, uh, the way we're going and being like, I'm stepping down from big mouth. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I guess we got we got one big issue. Okay. This weekend. What is she? What do you not get? Uh, making the making it was. Um, you gotta yeah, say make, the words. Here's what I don't get. 
making the issue all about me, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my outbiggening on it, right, is that is that like. So we've got these actors stepping down yep. from parts. Yeah, I'm not going to play this part in Big Mouth because even though the the one that I read was like, even though it's a half Jewish, half black person, and I'm Jewish, I felt that I could play the part. I now understand that I can't play the part because I'm not half black. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, so do we absolutely have to have a half Jewish, half black person voice that, or is an all black person okay? And the Jewish part is just like kind of fuck you, mm-hmm. and then, but also on that. What what about the writer? Like the person writing it, are they half Jewish and half black? And and then so does that need to happen when you have like a team of writers that perfectly represents the cultural diversity of the cast of this animated series and so that every line is made sure to be written by exactly the right person who the character would be? And then on top of that, right? So like me, I don't have I don't have many qualms with my industry. Yeah. If if you know Richard Spencer called me, he's like, "Hey, uh, will you run? Will you run sound at our clan rally?" I'd be like, "Uh, uh you paying a thousand dollars a day, and plus per diem?" Yeah, sure. I don't fuck. <laughs> uh, I can mix. I can mix. Wad power, just the same as I can mix music. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> right? I don't really have any qualms because what I do have is bills to pay. Yes. So I'm gonna. I, I assume mentally an actor whose craft is selling their body. For a- a- attention and entertainment, uh-huh. like a cam girl, like a cam girl, basically, uh, an actor, right? Actor has bills to pay. They're offered a role, and they feel like it's inside their range. Uh-huh. And they are really, they just audition for a role. Yes. And the producers go, "Yeah, you fit this character. We've we've we created a half black, half Jewish person. You're just Jewish. <laughs> Looks fine to me." Yeah. Isn't that the real racist here? <laughs> Not the actor who took a role, no. who just took a job. It'd be like it'd be like you you work for Winco Foods bagging groceries, and then you find out like Winco's owned by a white supremacist, and they're like, "How dare you bag groceries?" Like, yeah. man, I was out of work and I just need to pay bills. What do you want from me? Am I? Yeah. Here's the crazy thing. It's it's even it's even it's even weirder because there's stuff that. A lot of the um, people that have been stepping down have been for animated shows. Yeah, animated shows. And here's the weird thing. I, I tend to know a little bit uh, more than the average person about the voice acting industry. Because maybe like my favorite piece of media has all of those people involved. Are you I, talking about anime? No, uh, Critical Role. Oh, okay. All the, all of the, They're all voice actors. Yeah. And so because I've consumed their me- all of their media for the last five years... Um, I know, I know a little bit more about the ins and outs of the industry. Here's one of the things I've learned is that um, a good chunk of the time, let's say let's say half the time, you don't even know what your your job is for. Yeah, you just you're just reading lines. You're playing you're playing a soldier in EA's new AAA shooter. So you go in there and you're doing grenade. Move. Contact left. Contact left. Right. Yeah. And then three pages in, you go. You go X wings on the right. You're like, oh sh. This is a Star I'm Wars game. Star it's a toy. And they're like, no, no, no. You're an EA's new AAA shooter. You can't say that, <laughs> right? So half the time you don't even know what you're going in for. You've just landed the part, right? Like there was a little bit of controversy uh, uh, with Uncharted Four uh-huh. um, because the villain in Uncharted Four is a black South African lady, mm-hmm. and the lady that voices her is. Uh, not black. 
she's she's in Critical Role. Yeah, and uh, she's not pu- she's not pure white, but she's not black, right? And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. When she auditioned for the role, they had no design for the character <laughs> other than like strong South African lady. Yeah. So she fucking worked her ass off on her South African dialect, and then and then did a bunch of VO and went to go start sh- shooting. Um, uh, not green screen, um, mocap stuff, and they're like, "Hey, look at your character. This is your character." Oh well, she looks different than me, but it's my job to play that person, so yep. I will to the best of my ability. Well, here's here's another funny thing about it is like, are there any are there any black voice actors playing white people that should be stepping down anywhere? <laughs> I mean that that won't that standard won't be held. No, of course not. What, what I'm afraid of with this is right is that we're gonna get we're gonna basically gonna get media where we're gonna go back to segregation where yes. you have shows that are just white people uh-huh. because have, that's all because that's all that you can do, and then you'll have yeah. shows that are just black people. All we gotta do is clone Robert Downey Jr. and uh, have him play all the uh, those all the parts. black people. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird. It's so weird to want to basically silence mm-hmm. your the, these voices. Because then the question is like, uh, so take take a you know the char- a character in the Simpsons the the or not the Family Guy the guy that did Cleveland Brown stepped down. Yes, yeah, because he's a white guy he's voiced a, white a black guy. character. Really? Yeah, he also yeah he also huh. voices Consuela. Yes. Uh, so are you going to take away Consuela now? <laughs> I guess so. So two things, and this this is something that really bothers me personally because uh, I never I never want to feel like I got a job because of some quota or because nope. of the person I know. Nope. I want to feel like I want to I got a job based on my qualifications and my skills as a as a person, mm-hmm. right? So the guy, new guy that comes and play, either have to write Cleveland Brown out like they did uh, a poo, uh-huh. which I already did once the Cleveland show. Or well, they, that, that was giving him his own show, though. Separate but equal. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, just a different at time. The, slot. At the time, at the time, I watched a little bit of the Cleveland show, and it was better than Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, that's not hard because Family Guy sucks. No. Yeah. Uh, the so you know you you bring in a black actor and it's like, well, I I was the second choice for this role, but here's the worst thing: you can't have Cleveland talk different. No, no. So you now have to have bring in a black actor to, to do an impression of the white actor who voiced Cleveland for yeah. many years. Yeah. It's the same thing that's happened with The Simpsons, right? Because the original voice actors have left, and now we have like new people coming in to do voices. Yes. And they're just doing impressions of these old voices. And the, the drawings are based on the old style. The, the original style's gone. Yep. So is that... Is that not going to bother the person that's voicing this? Like, yeah. no, that's not going to bother anyone. It's just like, oh yeah. yeah. What was uh, you know, you know, Anthony Mackie, uh, Falcon, yeah, right. So he came out and and, and said uh, that he was disappointed with uh, the Marvel movies, um, because there were he would do he does these big movies and he's the only black guy around, including like PAs and yeah. set and all that stuff. Here's the best part, and he said. But you know what's even worse is Black Panther, because Black Panther was everyone was black, so those people around, they're just not getting integrated. Yeah, yeah. He, he said it's. He, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but he said that's even more racist. Like, oh, we're like we can be. You here. guys can have your own little exactly movie here. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's it's like 
uh, we're gonna end bigotry by being huge bigots. I, mean, <laughs> I just don't get it. I yeah. just don't get it. I don't get how we've taken we've taken the idea of uh, all men are created equal mm-hmm. and that people will judge be judged by the content of their character and not yeah. the color of their skin. Yep. And we've been like, you know what, Dr. King really meant by that? He meant uh, that black people should be held to different standards than whites. And we should do it purely based on the color of their skin. Because what about like, did you? There was a girl uh, that I went to college with who was who was black, but she was like really, really light skinned black. Mm-hmm. And I could see someone not knowing that she was a black person and just okay. yeah. and being like, "Oh no, sorry, you don't you don't get the special benefits because uh, you're not black enough." Because that's yeah. what's next, right? I mean, well, you don't know that's been me. A, that's sort of been a a problem in the. Black community, black community for a long, for a long time. time is uh, the you know not being black enough or being being too black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's it's really weird. So, what did you want to talk to talk on about? Well, the- so so there's all these these people that are stepping down, right? It they've they've turned they've turned it all to be about themselves, right? Like yeah, because it's it's never it's never like I'm stepping down. Uh, because yeah. See, that's the thing is right. there's no way to, to exactly. step down and not make it about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing though. Like, I remember when um the Hellboy remake. Yeah, the shitty one. Yeah, from a couple of years from last year. Um, when they were when they were hiring for it, they hired one. The I, I can't remember. Uh. Uh, the guy named, but he was—he was—he's a white actor, and they hired him to play uh, a guy that is Asian in the comics. Uh huh. And on his own, this was years ago. On his own, he said he stepped down and declined the role and said this should go to an Asian actor. That's so good that he can be the white savior to give this role to an Asian person. Well, he—he he felt it was wrong that he was playing uh, an Asian character and not, he wasn't Asian. But that was him. Yeah, his with you using his beliefs. Um, These people are just trying to appease the mob. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 preemptively canceling themselves in the hopes that the mob will forget about them and they can you know continue to be multimillionaires and live their blessed life. Yes. Yeah. The thing that I don't get about the making it about you right is that it's never like if. If you didn't want to make it about you, the way mm-hmm. you step down is uh, you just go to the producers and go like, uh, "I'm not comfortable in this political climate, voicing a character yep. who's not of the same ethnicity that I am." Yep. So uh, I think I think I'm you should gonna, find gonna someone else, yeah. or or we write the character off. If you're going to write the character off, I'll I'll finish, I'll finish. it. But yeah, yeah. if not, if you want to keep the character going, then you will have to find They're someone like, else. No, we'll just hire someone else. And they'll just go, we'll hire someone else, and that's a private conversation that takes place in an office. Yep, and, and it's 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 in the trades. The next day, as a little tiny blurb, foot, little tiny blurb in in Variety. What you don't do if what you do if you want to make it about you is you put you write out a big long yep. thing and you make it white text on a black background. You yep. post to your Instagram. I am stepping down as I now realize yeah, that it is not like, my place. Because the other thing with the uh, the outbigging, sorry to go back to that since we no, managed this together, yeah. is all of these actors that have like been doing blackface for years. Uh-huh. And they're taking all these episodes of shows off of 
streaming services. Yes. So pirate everything because they're coming. They're coming for the lady killers. Uh, I can feel it. I can feel it. You think? So? Oh well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there black? There's a lot of black people in it. I have a black face. There's not black face, no. but uh, there's just there's. J.K. Simmons is a little too tan in that. Movie. There's a little too <laughs> tan. Uh, it'll be something. It'll be ableist. It'll be something. Oh, I mean, yeah, most. It's just like, uh, is is Patrick Warburton going to step down as Joe Swanson? Are you going to get a real paraplegic to voice the role? Exactly. Uh, right? Like, what does it matter? Uh, if you can put the character into the voice, then that's—I mean—that's what you do. That's your th- and like it's like impersonators. You know, people can do impre- impersonations. I'm not—I'm not actually Austrian, and I'm not a bodybuilder. <laughs> but if if you were like, hey, we need a we need a voice actor to do some Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. bits, I would go. I will. I will absolutely do that for you. I'd be really honored to come into your project and do the voice of the Arnold Schwarzenegger, a great hero of mine for many years, and, and all I the other so things. So honored to play some saxophone and head to Epstein Island, man. <laughs> You know, you can put the character in the voice without. But I, I, I wasn't born in Arkansas, man. Where was he born? Yeah, well, he was born in Arkansas. I wasn't born. in Arkansas. Oh, you weren't born in Arkansas, <laughs> uh, but you did. You did go there on TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the blackface stuff is just like. <laughs> it's funny because it comes from all of the critics, like the people, like Jimmy Kimmel, who's just. He he is at the head of the hate mob. Yeah. And here it is. Here he is doing impressions of a black guy yep. and dressing up as a black guy and putting on a whole body blackface. Yep. And it's like, huh, how about that? Versus me, a person who everyone calls racist, even though I'm not. <laughs> uh, you know how many times I've worn blackface? How many? None. Three. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, yeah, they took off an episode of The Office. Yeah. Uh, but like- they did like four episodes of 30 Rock and someone I read a thing where someone broke it down like the whole the whole point, point of the episode to, yeah. is to show that blackface is uh racially insensitive yes. and not something that should be done in modern comedy. Yeah. So you taking it off is kind of like proving the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, the one from the office was um it was a uh oh, it was a it was a holiday themed one um with like the whole point of the joke is that it's insensitive. Yeah. Like no one is actually most especially in comedy, I would say. Yeah. The the joke is not ha ha I'm making fun of black people. No, it's ha ha I'm making fun of people who think that blackface is funny. Yeah. Uh it's like the Robert Downey Jr. one in um Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yeah. Right, people try and can't like bring that up every six months, and it's like, but that the that's the that's the point of the character. Yes. Like the, I realize it's a dumb schlocky action joke movie, uh-huh. but the point of the character is lampooning these actors, actors yep. who push themselves into these extreme roles yep. and then do these crazy things, like having yourself turn into a black person, <laughs> so you can take a role that you could just let a black person take, yeah, yeah. like. I understand you don't. I, it's it's because of my later issue. You don't understand the subtext. Yeah. Because then he doesn't go like, "Oh, I get it now. I'm not supposed to play the black character." Exactly. You know that's what they need. 
They need like sub. We need subtext subtitles where it explains like the motivations <laughs> and the feelings of characters. I think that would cut down a lot of like cinema sin shit and all these other things where people review movies and go, "This doesn't make any sense." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, it does. It's called <laughs> emotions. It's what human beings feel." You fucking weird alien robot. There's only one thing that pisses me off more than than that, and it's uh, people equating uh, the bad things that villains do to the creator. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, we need to cancel so-and-so because the bad guy in their book is a racist. Oh, is that happening? That happens all the time. Are you kidding <laughs> That's me? That's the whole point of the bad guy. <laughs> that happens all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. People, we, we really... I was watching Idiocracy last week, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, that's exactly what's going on in the world." The dumb continue to reproduce while the intelligent are like, "No, we'll just have one or two kids," <laughs> or uh, "Fuck that!" Like I can't bring a kid up in <laughs> in this world. In this world, yeah, we uh, have some electrolytes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the a- actors actors are really having a tough time with the the whole quarantine, the lockdowns. Yeah. And they have not had they have not had fawning attention paid to them in four months. Yep, and they are losing their fucking minds. Uh, they did, they did. Uh, the same people that did that fucking imagine that tactless, tasteless imagine thing. They did another one during the during the Black Lives Matter protest, and it's like. Um, the only black person you see every week is the security guard at the studio when you drive in. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> that was like that one show that's on uh, Netflix. I can't remember the name, but it's based in the future. And the only black person in the whole thing was the uh, security guard at the front gate. <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Putting in putting racial quotas in your media is just really weird. Yeah, and the praising yourself for it, that's that that's why like I I don't know if I've said this on the show before. If I got to write a Star Trek show, if I got to be a, sh- a creator for a Star Trek show, mm-hmm. I would have uh, I would write my cast. Yeah, and I would write them their character traits down on a sheet. Yes, and uh, they would just be let's last say names. let's say non alien human characters. All, even alien characters, right? Let, and let's take TNG as my example, right? Okay. My character would be Riker, and it'd be like Riker is a, a uh, confident young first officer mm-hmm. who is very charming and likes to please people, but is also uh, by the book and very on on his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I wouldn't have his job, just on the job, right? Yeah. No pronouns. Yeah. Riker and Troy have a pre-existing relationship between mm-hmm. the two of them. Troy is an empath. Troy is a very emotional person who feels the feelings of others and communicates that. And then I have and, to come and frequently up with, gets raped by aliens. Yeah, I have to come up with a lot more character descriptions because she literally has, has none, none in this yeah, series. Yeah. So you'd have to flesh her character more out in these type of things, yeah. right? And I take this list of characters. Picard is a is yeah. an older, wiser. And I go write some scripts, and they'd be like, "All right," uh, and they'd write all the scripts, gender neutral, and then we go cast the series yep. with these based on these six, first to six episode scripts 
of gender neutral characters, yep. and it'd be like, uh, this guy Jonathan Frakes read really well for Riker. We're gonna cast him as Riker, and then it'd be like, this dude like Doug Jones read really well for Troy. We're gonna cast him as Troy, and I guess they had a gay relationship. Yeah, sure, why not? And that's Star Trek. That's Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the way my series would be written. Oh, Doug Jones would be great. He's Abe. Yeah, Doug Jones is Abe Sapien. Yeah, who can. You know he does the thing with his fingertips. Like yeah, he, he he'd be great as people. A, as a Troy equivalent. Uh, and so I go through the the series that, and then you and then you end up with like actor. You're not look going like, oh okay, Jory Flores needs to be a black guy. Michael Dorn. What about no. oh shit? You know who was did a lot of blackface? Who every actor who played a Klingon. Yeah, His Klingons were pretty blackface back in TOS. I wasn't. Mm, it was a, it was a kind of a mix between blackface and yellowface. There's that yeah. one meeting. I don't know which one it is, but they appear into the uh, ship, the Enterprise or whatever, and they're introducing their their crew, and it comes to the female chief of security, and they're like, "Oh, that's from T. Oh, that's from the, oh. the third, you have a female for your yeah, chief." That's a um, matter of honor in yes. season one. Yeah, they're and then they kidnap her. Yes, working in like yeah, women's that rights. episode's yeah. getting canceled. It, it, I mean, I've heard some. Yeah, yeah. I uh, heard some things about, about that episode recently. So th- like that's that's the way, that's the way you write your right. And and so let's say Jordy, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if Jordy's black unless it's pre- prevalent to his actual backstory. Well, no, you don't write backstories. You just write character traits, and then once you have actors, then you figure out backstories. So you cast Lavar Burton as Jordy, and it's like okay, he's. Uh, black guy, so we're gonna make him his culture based on Earth African American stuff. Okay, okay, sure. You take Sulu, you know, you cast George Takei as Sulu, and it's like, all right, let's, you know, give him some, uh, you know, some Japanese mm-hmm. ancestral history and character development there. You don't, you don't write for that. You don't create characters that you create characters to be people, and then you put, you make. You shape the character around the actor. Yeah, I guess post in, in Star Trek, that's it's a little different because of the world it's in. Yeah, because you because with Star Trek, you can do six episodes and not do any of like the deep backstory stuff with characters yeah. yet. And then later in the season, because you got twenty six episodes a season, later in the season you start to del- you do those individual personal episodes and you see yeah. their quarters and you see like these decorations and they tell the stories of living with their family and stuff. This kind of hampers uh, method actors, you know. That actually become the part. Yeah, well, method actors are huge fags. Anyway. <laughs> like, it's Adrian such Brody, a stupid thing. Uh, like a- actors are so full of themselves, and it's such a bullshit profession. Like you just play pretend real good. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. You play pretend yeah. real good. You yeah. read these lines really well. Yeah, and you can walk and do do silly things with yeah. yourself. And some actors, I, I've worked with actors that are aware of that, but some actors are like really self-important and i hate them you know i i was i was almost an actor i think i've told you this before oh yeah i really uh when i was younger i really enjoyed uh drama class i did a lot of acting in uh, elementary school uh and i did a lot of it in middle school too tomorrow doing in high school (laughs) no no it's a bummer dude you missed out on being forced to be in the junior play (laughs) yeah that's what happened to me. Really? Yeah, I was forced to be in the in that play the second half of junior year, whatever that uh the man who came to dinner. Oh, the man who came to dinner. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. 
I, and I, I did acting. And Josh was like, like I want you to read for this, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be in it. <laughs> and he's like, No, you're going to be in it, or I'm going to fail you in this class. That's where all the chicks are, man. Drama class. The crazy ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the crazy ones. <laughs> And hot. Which is, is I mean, yeah, it's, but, it's fine during high school, but. <laughs> yeah, eventually, uh, I, I won't, I won't date actors. They're, 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 they're actors, especially like, especially uh, not prof- like super professional ones where that is everything about them is like they're constantly putting on a show. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that, like making it, making it about you. Black voices need to be heard. So I'm gonna be the white savior that yep. allows them to be heard, and I guess I guess they think that like maybe they they deserve some praise for that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? Good on you, Kirsten Bell. Ooh, I saw it. It was a wonderful YouTube video um, about Black Lives Matters by uh, Wormwood, which they make high end uh, gaming tables, and by high end, I mean thousands of dollars. By, by, by high end, I mean they're making their more their most. They're right now they're. Uh, making their uh, most affordable model and it starts at $750. Those are the wow. ones that uh, have the top that like, well, you can lower it with a, uh, just like a, an on, a motor, arm. on a motor. Yeah. yeah. It's like push a button or you can, there's hand cranks. Yep. Yeah. They, Those they're, are they're, all, they're all handcrafted game tables. They cost thousands of dollars. Anyway, and, and the thing that holds the chips, you slide it in yep. and it's like magnetized. Yes. And yeah. Those kinds. Those are crazy. Man. Um, they put out a video on their YouTube channel about black lives matters. And it was, it was just them um, asking their employees like questions about black lives matters, specifically like as a company, do you think it's okay for us to make it? I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough video to watch it. Not, not tough, but I mean, they're asking really tough questions of these people. Like um, it was, it was like, you know, it, it was like, do you think that as a company we should put out a statement? Uh, and 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 it, it was it was just like it was just showing all. And the, by making this video, they went ahead and did that. No, one I, the don't, I don't. I don't understand the why the that video needs to be made. One of those questions was, uh, should we even post this video? I I, don't know, I thought it was a good video, but but why did it need to be made? Because what, it, what it showed some. It, it accomplished. It, it showed something other than them putting up a a black background with white text and uh, saying but it did the same thing right where they're like we we care george kirby's life mattered no no, no. by our expensive tables like no. it doesn't concern them just like fucking make your tables and sell your <laughs> overpriced tables and shut the fuck up it was a conversation about but it's making it about them was it all white people no i <laughs> i don't understand the purpose of this video other than just like being self-congratulatory, like we care about the African American community. Can you guys afford how, what's like a seven fifty, like a good okay. price for a table? Be sure to buy the new deluxe yeah. Black Lives you're Matter th- table. Yeah, you're thinking, you're thinking. It has way black too much felt. Into it. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's you a, are. they're a company. That's what companies do. That's what companies care about is making their brand look good. That's a that's a huge vanity. Our brand looks good because we had a we're having a conversation. What if I told you one of the questions they asked was, "Do Black Lives Matter?" And one of their employees said, "No." Uh, bet that guy is getting fired. <laughs> sure, but but does that stick with what you're saying with the video? Yes, because only one person said no. That guy also probably said like, yeah. "Hey, you shouldn't post this video." And they're like, "Hey, uh, Todd, we're gonna edit in the thing <laughs> where uh, where." 
you said that black lives don't matter. And then at the bottom, um, we're going to put your name, Todd, and we're going to say like white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> also table crafter. It, it's just a completely unnecessary thing. Now, they, they have nothing to do with any of it, right? They're not making knee pads. They're not making bricks. They're not <laughs> making uh, gates or any kind of racially motivated anything. Yeah. So why does their opinion matter? Like, why can't they just fuck off? Everybody's <laughs> got them. Every, everybody had to make the statement. Everybody had to make the statement. And the brand, brands did make the statement. People were pissed until the brand was like, uh, okay, yeah, we agree that well, whatever. That's the making it about you. Yeah, it's when it's convenient because if it was something about tax evasion, our our company, it's a corporation. <laughs> we don't have – it's not a, a being. It's – you know, they yeah. walk around it. I – I just I don't see I don't see a part of that that is sincere. Okay. I don't I do not believe in sincerity from companies. I believe people can be sincere, but companies cannot. Now if some guy like I work at Wormwood Tables mm-hmm. and I talk to my coworkers about this, and this is on my private YouTube channel, Josh's YouTube channel yeah. with my terrible intro. <laughs> Uh, I'd be like, okay, that's weird. But when it's like, uh, hey, we're a corporate company and we make ex- we make overpriced goods for white people, and uh, we just want to lecture you for a little bit, just sit down and lecture you for here for a little while, uh, so that people have a a good a good warm feeling when they. It's like when uh, it's like when car companies buy baseball jerseys for t-ball teams. They Inspirational music in the background. They don't give a fuck about youth sports they just want that free advertisement on their back and they'll be able to be like uh honda gave ten thousand dollars to youth sports charities in 2020 and you're like i like youth sports i now like honda i will buy a honda as opposed to being like we make cars that don't break down much that's that's an advertisement that matters here at ford uh we condemn the murder of George Floyd because it was done behind a Ford Escape. <laughs> so real quick, I I mean I went through I went to their Twitter, and uh, they posted a link to uh, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, and they participated in Blackout Tuesday. That's yeah. it. Yeah, there's no statement. That the video is the statement though. No, the, the donation is the statement. The participating in the blackout is the statement. If silence is violent, if silence is consent, then interjecting yourself into it is also a statement. They could have took the money that it took to to make that and donate it to, you know. Well, they did that too. I mean, if they did, they hadn't said they did. Well, they they made some kind of donation. That's what I mean when they did that too. They they donated money. They haven't said they did. But they, they, well, they, so they posted a link to the fund. Yeah. So they just shared that. Yeah. Uh, they, they probably gave money to it. Okay. They had, they didn't publicly say it. They Did didn't come it? out and say, we, you know, they didn't come out and say, we donated $4 million. They probably donated like $14. <laughs> 88 cents. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just, just making it, making it, that's them making it about them, 100%. I don't see it as anything, I, I don't see how you can see it as a sincere gesture that they made that matters. This kind of relates back to that, was it the state of Oregon 
or a county or something that you're talking about? It was the state. So what about police officers? They see a, a black guy with a mask on. Are they going to like freak out and like take the mask off? No, no, they just open fires. They Get drive on the by and let that problem take care of itself. He's I got mean, a mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, do you have anything more on making it about you? No, I don't, because uh, because then I'd be making it about me. No, that's, yeah. that's a good that's a good guess. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story is kind of sucks. Um, are you a fan of uh, the Wayback Machine? Uh, the thing where you can go look at the way the internet used to be. Yes. Yes. Um. They're taking it down. Well, so that's part of the internet 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 archive. Yeah. Have you ever used the internet archive? Yeah, I use it all the time. Uh, well, uh, they're getting sued out the ass. Uh, four of the nation's leading book publishers are suing the internet archive. Um, because, because books transcripts are being archived on archive dot is. Yeah. Uh, Bogus. So. They're mostly saying, let's see, uh, for for almost a decade, the Open Library has offered users the ability to borrow scans of in-copyright books via the internet. Until recently, the service was based on a concept called controlled digital lending that mimicked a conventional library. Basically, they only lent out the digital co- as many digital copies oh, yeah. as they had, physical copies. Uh, and then if they were all checked out, you get into the waiting list. But uh, in March, when the whole coronavirus thing happened they dropped that because uh, people wanted to they, people wanted to read at home and they wanted to help them yeah yeah god forbid jesus um and they called that program the national emergency library uh it's because you know everyone was stuck at home and not able to not able to go to a that. real library yep. yeah oh man uh it, it allowed an unlimited number of people to check out the same book at the same time even if uh ia only owned one physical copy um, before this happened, publishers largely looked the other way, but uh, after that, um, these uh, these four companies are like, no, you, no, we're going to sue you. Simon & Schuster, Scholastic. That's who I would guess. I uh, don't know if I can see this. what this says. I'm trying to think of who the other two might be. Uh, I would think Random House. Random House, yeah. Penguin. I think Penguin's owned by Random House now. I think it's Is Penguin it? Random House. Penguin yeah. Random House. Um, yeah. That, like, I mean, and it's looking not good for... See, see that seems... Oh, here we go. Hatchet. Okay. HarperCollins. Yeah. Wiley, which I'm not... I think they do textbooks. Yeah, and Penguin Random House. Um... You you know what that scene kind of seems like to me a little bit what? just a little bit right you know what a lot of people use archive the archive for now yeah I do uh, archiving stuff that might get deleted might get deleted or or edited yes. right so you like get a news story uh-huh. you'll archive it to keep it so then when they go in and gut the news story yes. and be and like replace it with we were right the whole time yeah we were right the whole time you can go like no this original version yep. you said the n word. <laughs> Uh, that kind of stuff, and I I wonder how much of a tie news corporations have to publishers, to where it's like, 
hey, uh, you know, they're kind of doing this, and you know, if we take yeah. them out, we're all, everybody's happy. Yeah. Uh, those publishers recently released a statement where they're like, we believe in reading and literacy, and we praise Internet Archive for this. As long as we understand that it's going to go back to the way it was once yeah. this is over. Yeah. Right. Sure. Supposed to be like, you owe us a bunch of money, you fucks. Uh, and it's it's amazing that they don't understand that uh, most people don't buy books. Not only that, but most people, once they like, once they get that first free hit, <laughs> most people don't keep trying to get the free hit. Yeah. Most people, if there's something they like, most people are glad to pay for it. Not only that, but um, if I mean, if the the things if the thing that people is reading gets turned into a movie, you yeah. know, if it gets turned into a TV show, gets turned into this or that, you're gonna get a lot more business if people know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that sucks. Yeah, uh, it does suck. Speaking of sucking, uh, our second news story comes from Austria. Uh, a man in Vienna has been fined 500 euros uh-huh. for, for farting in the general direction of a police officer. In the general direction. What the fuck? Isn't that a line from uh, Monty Python? Monty Python? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> How, did he Did he like turn his ass towards him or did inc- he just blow ass? There was an incident on June 5th. Um, he was uh, fined for offending public decency. It's a body fucking, I mean, expression. It's this uh, is your digestive Europe, system is expressing it. And that decency, that decency thing yeah. is real popular in Europe. If you violate common decency, yeah. they're coming down on you. That's how that's what they took down Dankula. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said that the man had beva- behaved provocatively and uncooperatively during an encounter with officers. He, quote, uh, it says, he got up from a park bench, uh, looked at the officers, and, quote, here's the quote, let go a massive intestinal wind, apparently with full intent, they said. How do they know that, though? He's probably upwind. Yeah. Uh, and our colleagues don't like to be farted at so much. <laughs> oh, How can you fucking, so fucking take weird. yourself seriously as a police officer when you're like, like, uh, sir, 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 did you just fart at me? Did you just fart at me? And you're like, you get out your stick because you live yeah. in Europe and they don't have guns. Yeah. You're like, sir, get out. Hands on the ground. Hands on the ground, you farter. <laughs> and they get back in the police cruiser and they're like, Ramp. and uh And they yeah. go on they go on uh, they go on their Twitter and they film a video about how uh how how their McDonald's was late. Flatulence is violence. That lady wasn't even a cop. She wasn't even a cop? No. She what wasn't was even she? a cop. She was dressed as a cop? shit bitch. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, both police departments in that area were like, she didn't work for us. <laughs> mm. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, didn't not not actually a cop. Huh. Maybe like a cop's wife who was wearing a shirt. She was in full gear though. No, she was video. just in a polo. Was she? Yeah, she's coming back from a uh, like a uh, bachelor party. Probably like a, she's like a, a security lady. My guess is she's yeah. just nothing. Like huh. she got that shirt at a thrift store. Then she wears it to McDonald's to try and get discounts. <laughs> and then they finally don't give her and one. And they finally don't give her one, and she bursts into tears. Yeah. I can't believe he farted at me. He <laughs> farted. In- <laughs> Ugh. That's ridiculous. How can you prove the intent of a fart? I mean, the only way would be to, if he if they're like, hey, you need to, go, you need to get up off that bench. And so he does, like, unbuckles, 
pants down, 180, bend over. Full moon. And like puts Full the moon. ass in your face before yeah. he farts. Yeah. Like arches his otherwise, back. Otherwise, just like standing up or sitting down, you could just squeeze a fart out doing yeah. that. Yeah. You're like, you're like oh, I mean, let me get it. Oh, oh. I, I mean, that's how it usually happens. Yeah. Like as a human, like the movement of, because like, Sitting up and standing up and sitting down involves compression, those compressing organs. those organs yeah. and muscles. Yeah. Push just some fart out. Uh, well, I, I believe you will thoroughly enjoy our third story, which comes from a Japan. Oh, it's another <laughs> honorable to piss against in front of the police <laughs> officer, man. Uh, Japan has produced its first graduate in a new course. Uh, Panty sniffing? Yeah. No. Feet sucks. Yeah, yeah I, I know how you, you, which way you guys are going, but this is actually the other way, the cool way. Ninja studies. Nice. Huh. Uh, I was trying to go get my master's in. Genichi Mitsuhashi spent two years owning his martial arts skills and absorbing the finer traditions of the feudal martial arts agents. Uh, he's forty-five. He completed the master's course at Mie University in Central Japan. The region considered home of the ninja. My life now has purpose again. Yeah. I'm going to go get a master's in ninja studies, and I'm going to murder Neil Ferguson. In addition to researching historical documents, uh, he said he took the practical aspect of being a ninja to heart. Uh, Here's his quotes. Uh, I read that ninjas worked as farmers in the morning and trained in martial arts in the afternoon. So he... he, When became a farmer? he, He farmed during the day, and at night he did his ninja stuff. Um, Farming like water chestnuts. Yep. He also learned comprehensive survival skills uh, as part of his studies. Uh, He's also, he also just on his own has learned Kung Fu and another Japanese martial art known as Shorinji Kempo. It's it's Kempo. Um, He teaches his ninja skills at his own dojo and he runs a local (laughs) inn and he's also going for his PhD. Does he P- go around? Is he going for his PhD in samurai warrior? I hope so. Um, I'm going to get my, my master's in being a ninja. That sounds awesome. Yeah, 2017 uh, was when they set up the world's first uh, ninja research center. And then the graduate course, they set up. Uh, well, that's just what they that's just what they want you to think. Because actually, there was a ninja research center under Tiger Tanaka in the 1960s. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Very insightful. They say about three students enroll every year. Uh, well, I'm going to be the third one of those three. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy Jen that's in there. <laughs> be like Tom Cruise and I say, right? Hell yeah. I must learn your ways. Do you know any any martial arts of any kind? Uh, no. They should make a movie about the first, but um, not, the, not the first samurai, but um, the first non Asian samurai. Also starring Tom Cruise? No, he was a black dude. Oh. The first non-Asian samurai was a black dude. So starring Dolomite? Tom Cruise in blackface. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about like when uh like in some Tropic Thunder, Tom Cruise plays a fat guy? Yeah. I feel like that's cultural appropriation. And, and bald. And bald. And bald. And, well, uh, and Italian. Ben and Stiller. Glasses wearing. He's like, make my eyes rain. Literally, had, fuck your face. <laughs> he had like, parts of that movie. Paint on his face. Yeah, but well, but but thing the thing is though, Todd is Ben Stiller is playing an actor playing a a role uh, as a mentally ill person. Yeah, mentally handicapped person. Sorry. Never go full retard. Yeah, that's the that's the joke in the movie. Yeah. Well, this has been Riketa News Network.
is definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? It doesn't take care of a, well, it's actually more legal obligations, but it's going to be for a future blackface lawsuit <laughs> against one of us because it's coming. <laughs> it's, it's coming. coming. Uh, so if you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWHDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. And there we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus uh, our monthly minisodes. We've got one of those coming out actually tonight. I got to edit it and release it tonight. It's going to be awesome. We have our two bucks here. We do the random bits and bobs as we find them. We've been doing before and after there. Sometimes we do a bonus movie commentary. Uh, we have our five bucks here. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We just did one of those, what, last week sometime, two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. And then finally, we have our 10 bucks here where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and watch it. And record, you vote and decide what we're going to watch, and we sit down and watch it, record a feature-length commentary. And I don't remember what the options are for this month, but the voting is open with the minisode, so be sure to go vote on what you want us to watch for July. Um, and then that I may be playing with uh, the idea, if people really don't want to use Patreon, of uh, opening up my PayPal and figuring out a way for you to just send me money for PayPal every month. And I will send you the number of bonus episodes that you have opted for. Yeah. So if you send me ten dollars, I'll send you all three bonus episodes. If you send me five dollars, I'll send you two. If you send me two, I'll send you one. And if there's any bits and bobs, if you send me one, I'll just send you the minisode. So uh, I don't know, let us know if that seems like something that you would like to do. It'd be more work on my part, but then we actually end up getting we end up getting more of a cut because we wouldn't pay the ten percent or whatever the whatever all the percentages yeah. are that go to Patreon now, plus sales tax, fucking bullshit. Anyway, let's get back to some issues, and here's what I don't get: um, the no, zero value for intelligence. Mm-hmm. School does not prepare you for this, right? You you had it happen, and I had it happen, where we're in school, and all throughout, and I think it was more so in our generation than earlier generations, but all throughout school, they tell you, like, oh, you're, you're very smart, you're gifted, you go to uh-huh. gifted and talented classes, yep. tell you what a fucking genius you are, how your yep. IQ's off the fucking scale, yep. and just suck your dick about how smart <laughs> you are, and... Oh, you'd be able to go anywhere you want. You can you can really solve problems, and you know the thing is, you're very smart, but you uh-huh. don't use it in a constructive way, and that's what gets you into trouble. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but uh, all the ways that I use it are a lot more fun than the way you uh-huh. want me to use them. So you spend you spend your first 18 years being told that like intelligence is this super important deal, and like you're one of the <laughs> special chosen elite few who have super intelligence. Yeah, and you get out in the world, and nobody gives a fuck. No, it's like. Uh, how did you come to this conclusion? Like, well, um, my brain works better than yours, so I can look at a bunch of data <laughs> and in what seems like no time, correlate them in my brain and come up with a conclusion yeah. and tell you that because I now know this as information. Yes. Whereas you need some talking head to explain it to you because you're an idiot. And... uh like I feel, I feel like if we all had to wear badges with our IQ on them, maybe that would make the world a better place. Like if your Twitter, your Twitter profile was like your name and then your IQ, yeah, that would that would stop a lot of Twitter arguments in their tracks. <laughs> I'm arguing with the seventy, a seventy. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? 
Of course, the uh, stupid what? the stupid what? people would be like, oh, one thirty eight. 138, come on! Come on! <laughs> I'm not as dumb as you think I am. Just because you got a one in front of yours and I don't. Just because you got a one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that makes us only one apart. If you if you understand math. If you don't do math good. <laughs> I got the 38, you got the 138, we're one apart. Fucking figure it out. <laughs> um, like we just we have we have absolutely no there is absolutely no value for intelligence in our society. No intelligent intelligent people are punished. Like the way because intelligent people solve problems, right? Yep. And they they can see problems before they happen. And, and a lot of intelligent people are like me, right? Where I see the problem and I go like, "Hey, this is gonna be a problem." Yeah. And people go. We don't like that kind of tone. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we don't like the way you talk because you sound like a fag. <laughs> That's literally what happens in uh in idiocracy. Yeah, yeah. Is it like <laughs> the, he when he first comes in the future, it's like when he spoke to them in a normal voice, he yeah. sounded condescending and like a fag to yes. them. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the way we are now. Like I can't, you cannot talk to other people. You cannot. You can't point out people's shortcomings that you see. As a person with above average intelligence, and I, you don't even have to be like a genius, right? No, you don't even know one thirty eight, like a one hundred five, yeah, a one hundred one, <laughs> and you're miles ahead of the people around you. Yeah, it, it it seems more and more, and. Like you can use you can use your intelligence for good, you can use it for bad, but you can't use it for any kind of quantifiable benefit. Like I can't I can't go I can't I wish employers would do IQ tests, right? How how much of a better world would that be? Do you know do you know do you know who does IQ tests? Who? Military and police forces. And you know what? They love intelligent people. The police police force won't hire people with high IQs. No, I well, know. the military will. They won't because 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 those people think. <laughs> no, it's because it's because they believe that an intelligent person will get bored with menial police work faster, and will therefore not want to do it. Uh-huh. So they don't want to put the time into training a person, only to have them leave. They want to put a bunch of money into Greg ninety nine. Yes, who's like, who's like, oh, so we uh. We gotta write down all the stuff on every case. Yeah, every case. Oh, okay, okay. I try and remember that. As like you, so so like when your car gets, you, you you've had a break in, right? Yeah. Did you guys call the police? The car break in? Uh, for any kind of break in. The the one where I was there, yeah, I called the police. Did they did they send a detective to like investigate the the crime? No, it was just the closest guy. Okay, we well, had our car stolen. Once. He, I mean, he did. He did take a print. Yeah, but did he like take it off of you? <laughs> this one it could have been. I'm going to figure out what this one does. Good. It could have been my print. because yeah. it was my room. So yeah, um, we had our car stolen once, and a detective comes right, uh-huh. and you got to think like. Who do you want finding your stolen items? Uh, Greg ninety nine, mm-hmm. or a guy with like a one twenty IQ who can kind of put together pieces? And you know who found our car? Who? Not the police. Uh-huh. A Mexican restaurant owner who <laughs> probably has a high IQ and yeah. thought, "I'm going to check the glove box for any 
service documents because yes. they'll have the phone number of the owners on it. Uh-huh. And then he called us and he's like, hey, uh, I own this uh, uh, Don Francisco's Tacos over by where you live. I found this car here. It looks like it's stolen. Is it yours? And we're like, yes, that's our car. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And we got over there, and there it is. Car, you know, like never touched. Well, except the fuck steering Was it actually Don Francisco's? Yeah. That place is great. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> um, you know. So the car got stolen and then ditched? Yeah, they took it out joyriding, and they ah. stole, they stole like, anything valuable was inside the car. Yeah. And uh, there was actually, I think they they robbed some people too because there was a purse in the car that was not ours, <laughs> and it was empty. So our guess is that they like did some crimes in our vehicle, yes. and then just ditch it when it ran out of gas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. We don't value intelligence. We don't value intelligent people. We don't like. We look at people. People are looking look down on others who can. Solve problems. Anti, anti, it's anti intellectualism, yeah. yeah. And it's it's really uh, makes you wonder about the world you live in because it's easier just to pretend to be one of the stupid people and just be like, yeah, oh, you've got this, you've got this grand plan of raising three hundred twenty million dollars to renovate the building. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> fuck, am I still getting paid? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. As opposed to you know, engage. We have. People in companies, people in groups, they have so much intellectual power underneath them. If they activated properly, you could like we could live in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. But we 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 get into our people get into arguments on Twitter, and it's like, well, how do you know this? I'm like, well, because I read a lot of stuff. Where's your source? I need to give you one fucking source for something that I've spent the last three months reading about from 30 different places. Yeah, let me just Google that for you, dipshit. And then I send you a source. They're like, well, that's just one place that says... Um, blah, blah. What, do you, what do you want from me? You want a fucking dissertation? It's Twitter. I got 280 characters. Fuck off. Your logic and reasoning make no sense. My logic and reasoning makes sense. What part of that do you not understand? The sources don't matter. The sources don't matter. I I I don't like it so it so bad. Bad. It's like um it's like people who can't I don't like broccoli, so broccoli's bad. <laughs> it's like the people who read tone into words, like they can't read the tone, so they just take everything as like someone yelling at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are like, I just can't understand the tone in text. Like how, but but how though? Like yeah. how we even like change, change like <laughs> the shape and like how big it is and how how wide apart it is and like there's special characters that let you know what kind of inflection go on and uh, that's why we had to put emoji in because people are too stupid to figure out subtext. Right? They can't figure out <clears throat> subtext. We've got whole movies where there's like a huge amount of subtext and people are just like, yeah, this movie's definitely about whatever I think it's about, or this movie's dumb because I don't understand. I understand how the plot progresses. Like, um, well, it progresses. From A to B to C, and if you just like fucking pay attention, you f- figure it out. I hate boring movies too. God, I've seen some of the dumbest. Sh- oh man, critiques was, of movies. Not it was it wasn't movie. It was um, uh, the King Killer Chronicles. I finished the second King Killer Chronicles book. Yeah, uh, a little bit ago. I blazed through the second one compared to the first one, despite it being fifty percent longer. Um, 
And so I've been so and now I mean I I'm waiting for the third book to come out. So I've been watching like uh, YouTube videos on the lore and like I visit the subreddit because it's been almost ten years now. People being like, "Oh, here's all these theories and shit." And uh, there's one theory that's out there that uh, is pretty much taken as canon uh-huh. because there's so much information pointing to it uh-huh. and it's like if you like it's like oh if you just read the books more than once or at least like pay attention to them like this is clearly very obvious yeah um and people could chime in and be like no, no i don't think yeah, what that is yeah. what that is yeah <laughs> like here is almost verbatim the spoiler in the in the text and they're like no, 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 no. Yeah, people do that with Star Trek, too. They'll be like, uh, I like to think in Star Trek that blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, but here's in here's, this episode yes. where they say that that's not what that is. Yep. And they're like, uh, well, I, I don't really think I I saw that episode. Like, okay, <laughs> so you're going to change your opinion then? No. No, I like, I like my way. Yeah. But but you understand that you're wrong, right? Yeah. Like, no, I, I think it's kind of open interpretation. It's not open to interpretation. <laughs> yeah. You idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like, like, like one of the, like there's a character that always tells the truth. Uh, uh-huh. right. But they do it in a malicious way. They tell you things you don't want to hear that are the truth. Yeah. And this, the, the, it's a fairy character. So, they're only 13% of the population. <laughs> so, they're responsible. So the whole thing is like it's an evil character that tells you the truth because there's it's truths you don't want to hear. Uh-huh. So either they always tell the truth or they tell you things you don't want to hear um, so that you do things to try to avoid them that end up uh. coming. Yeah, right? And so, um, so there, was, there was an argument that was like, no, but but the 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 characters the he was he can't he can't lie, like. But he can't tell selective truths. Yeah, yeah. And it was just people base people base their. I, I, it's so I just don't understand how people can apply non logic. It's because people don't understand what logic is, and then I was taught logic in second grade. Like we literally had a book that was like. Logic, but there's there's the other side of that, right? Yeah, is that there are people that think that, that I think so, like one hundred, right? Don't understand logic. Okay, but like one twenty understand logic and can yeah. use logic, but eighty also doesn't understand logic, but tries to use it as this like be all end all. Okay, and they don't they they don't understand that like in logical proof you can take a logical proof right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can prove that the sky is green. Yes, because fact doesn't matter. It's yeah. how you form the argument that logic yeah, yeah, yeah. cares about, and they don't get that. They think that like emotion bad. Yes. And okay. You yeah. can't. No, you're angry, so you're wrong. Like, no, I'm angry because you're stupid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but, oh, that's uh, a great line. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, your logic is flawed, and logic is not the. At, you, you're not Mr. Spock. Yeah. Mr. Spock. You know who is wrong a lot in Star Trek? Mr. Spock. Because yeah. sp- logic doesn't work all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's why he didn't want to be a captain. Yes. Because he did things logically and not rationally. Yes. And there's a difference between those two you know things. You know what's you know what's a great feeling? Is what? Ha- is having an argument, uh, but like a like a fun argument uh-huh. with someone that is also smart. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I, I, yeah, my old coworker and I would get into like these like discussions, and he's a very, very smart guy, very, smarter than me. Yeah. I like to hang out with people who are smarter than me, and like we'd have these conversations where we would not like be dickheads to one another in yeah. arguments the way people yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got my sister with that one the other day though. We were driving around and. She was talking about the whole Black Lives Matter thing, and I was like, and she's like, there's there's systemic racism because black people are policed more and go to jail more. And I was like, yeah, but what about the in- institutional sexism? And she goes, what? And I'm like, well, men are prosecuted for crimes at far higher rates than women, so there must be institutional sexism. She goes, no, it's because men create commit more crimes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, men, men commit more crimes, and that's why they go to jail more? Huh. And she was she yeah. was fuming. <laughs> she was yeah. she had not talked to me for several minutes while we were driving. So there's a man and a, there's a, there's a man and a lady, and a lady calls nine one one. She says, "Help! My husband beat me." And the police show up. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she's has, black, so they shoot her. No, and- she has yes, th- that's that's her. That's where I should have gone. <laughs> she's black, so they shoot her on sight. No, um, she's got no markings on her, and he's got. A huge bloodied nose running down his shirt. Uh huh. Who's going to jail? He is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing that happened with Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. All those allegations came about Johnny Depp immediately canceled, and then and they tried to recancel him this this weekend. This yeah. Last week, it's fucking crazy. Saying that. <laughs> wow! Wow! A rich actor is doing drugs. Who would have oh, guessed? Crazy. <laughs> uh, the that whole thing. He he handled it really well because he just went radio he went silent. silent. Yep. And then the court documents came out, and it turns out she's a crazy bitch. Yeah. And it took a while because that's how the it courts took a, work. Yeah, but um, I don't think it's going to tarnish his reputation as badly in the long term. But I think he's pretty much out of Hollywood for now. I for think now, he, yeah, yeah. He might get a Robert Downey Jr. moment, though. Maybe, but he, he's already... He's already kind of old. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. He, he could he could have a comeback, like have a later, a late-in-life career. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like, dude, uh, that... That affected him so much, it tanked a franchise. What did it tank? The uh, Harry Potter. You talking oh, about? Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Because he was he was uh, the bad guy in whatever. In the second one. one in the what second about one? Charlie Sheen? He, he did that with the I think it was Tiger Blood or or cocaine. Uh, he just lost his mind though. Yeah, that was just him doing drugs. Yeah. Which. Yeah. But he came back, like really well. Did, Did he? Know? He just kept on doing his show. He just, yeah, got he just to, kept doing his shtick that was like worn out in the eighties. He still, I mean, because they fired him from that show, and then he just went and did that other show, another show just like it. Yeah, I, to have a comeback, you have to have like Robert Downey Jr. Right? He went to yes. jail for the drugs thing. He uh-huh. was this like douchebag of a human being, and then yeah. two thousand eight rolls around, and he's in. He's an Iron Man, and he was honestly the best character to play Iron Man. Yes, and uh, he did a couple of indies before that. Yeah, before that, uh, leading up to it. But then he comes back, and he does that, and he like huge smash. And then he does the Sherlock Holmes movie, and like he he was back. And he was he's back. A yep. huge name again, and he's he rode that for ten years, and now he's retired from Iron Man. So it's but his he he. His career is still on the up. Like, yeah, yeah. he's still one of the biggest names in Hollywood yeah. again. Uh, so I, that's why I say, like, another few years of Johnny Depp laying low, like, let this all pass for another couple mm-hmm. of years. You know, he might come back into a new franchise as, like, the Alec Guinness of his, of his day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Kind of thing. 
And uh, but you know, you never know. Anyway, Tim, what's your f- second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, have you heard about these terrible kidnappings that happened last weekend? No. Okay. So what happened is um, now there's multiple of these kidnappings. What happened is so this this uh, country singer, his name is Chase Rice. Uh-huh. Never heard of him, but he uh, kidnapped like hundreds and hundreds, if not like a couple thousand people, and forced them into like a large. Um, Sort of like a, 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 a like a like a like a public venue space, and he forced like an them and he forced them to listen Let's to his music, listen to his music, uh, and pay for uh, it. <laughs> Can you believe this? I cannot believe this. Sounds horrible, man. Yeah. So, um, is he? Does he change the genres and still call it country? Uh, probably. He's. If he, I've never heard of him, so probably. Uh, Me neither. Those those guys that are currently doing the country rap stuff. I know. I know what you. I know what you're talking about. Kid Rock. No, no, country no, rock no, came no. back. Like uh, they still sing it with a twang, like a country western uh-huh. twang. Uh, it's fucking embarrassing. Country western. But is I'm totally riding different. on the dirt road with my beer. Yeah, and the, and every lyric has Wearing like a country, <laughs> yeah, country. It's like wow. And yeah. I'm country strong, country strong. Yeah, go to the chorus. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> hillbillies. It's uh, it's it's bad. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So this guy. Uh, his, his he put on a show, uh, because um, they said he could. Yeah, it wasn't illegal. It's just in Tennessee. Um, I mean, you have to get like you have to go through permits to permits get permits and stuff to be able to put on a show, and he did. Um, and hundreds, if not thousands, of, of his fans came to see him, and now all these people are trying to cancel him. <laughs> They're trying to cancel him. Yeah. What the fuck? When so let's see. You went to the show. No, uh, not not the fans are, but other other other, other country artists. Oh. He, um this is the this is the statement that his people gave. All local requirements were abided by for the recent concert and numerous precautions were taken. We drastically reduced our maximum venue capacity of 10,000 down to 4,000, which is lower than the state's advisement percentage. Yeah. Right? So they did even more than the state uh-huh. asked of them. Uh-huh. Um, they sold less than 1,000 tickets. Okay. Um, so so a 10,000-seat venue, they only wanted to sell 4,000 tickets, uh-huh. and they only sold 1,000. They only sold 1,000. So they're at 10% capacity. Uh, this was Saturday night. They provided ample space in the outdoor lawn area for fans to spread out at their own comfort level. Well, it's an it was an outdoor show. Outdoor show. It's an outdoor show in a venue that seats ten thousand people and yeah. one thousand people showed up. Yeah, all guests were given temperature temperature checks prior to entering the venue, and free hand sanitizer was provided to everyone at entry. Vendors and staff were advised to wear masks and gloves when interacting with guests, and bandanas were available for purchase on site. Um. So yeah. we're so, trying to cancel him because he had a concert and these people are huge bitches. Yeah, so so people are calling him selfish to put thousands of people's health at risk. He didn't put their health at risk, you dumb bitch. <laughs> this is what I don't they under- did. This is what I don't understand, right? These same people that are like, you can't go outside, you yeah. need to wear a mask. It's like what about the Black Lives Matter protests? Like, well, those are okay because they're righteous. And those people, those people know that 
the risk and they can make a choice based on the risk and like police brutality is a bad thing. And like, okay, why can they make a risk reward decision, but I can't like, what's yep. the difference? Um, no one's forcing you to go to the outdoor concert. Well, yep. what if those people live with people who are at risk? Well, then those people are making get, shitty life choices. Are making bad life choices, <laughs> and it's not your responsibility to fix that yeah. for them. The same way, the same way, you don't decide that I drive too fast on the highway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this the the Karening is absolutely unbelievable with yep. this shit. That's a good way to put it. They cannot handle these people. Cannot handle. You being able to make a decision for yourself, even when because they want to make their own decision. It's crazy. I got in this argument on Twitter with this guy and got him to say uh, that staying home, staying home for the lockdown mm-hmm. would prevent disease transmission if everyone's staying home. Right? Trump said that at the very beginning. I got him to, to say that. And then I was like, OK. So if you're at risk, why can't you just stay home while I go around? And it caused him to short circuit. It was amazing. <laughs> could not, could not. Well, you're just being selfish and you're going around without precautions. Like, yeah, I am. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What am I? Am I going to get sick? That still doesn't answer the question. If if you're at risk, if you are have, why can't you just stay home? Yep. You can wear a mask. You can stay home. If, I don't want to do that. Yeah. If you like to go to concerts. Yeah. And. Crash test dummies crash came, test down, dummies came to town. We're in town. Yeah, this last weekend, and you still liked going to concerts for the most part. No, the, the uh, crash test dummies is one that I will go see. Okay, if they were in town, would you have gone to see them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because I mean, you're I mean, your cat's not going to catch the coronavirus from you. No. Now, if if Clutch was playing last weekend, uh huh. Uh, I I I would have I would have thought it. I would have I, I didn't say I would have no I would have I would have weighed the options in my head yeah because I live with someone that is uh, you can just on the on the lower end <coughs> of the you can just stay in my tiny house the next time you go to a concert see and if that would have been an option I would have taken it yeah those fucking people that just parrot other people's uh, stances you could make up a a, a rumor. That dirty white underwear, uh, wear those as masks, and there's no way you'll ever get it. You know, make sure there's a skid mark. You know, and uh, you'd see a bunch of people wearing those. The the thing about it is that it's so it's all about selfishness, right? Like my want for you to have free choice because I want free choice. Mm -hmm. Is good is good for all of us, right? Because sure. you get to wear a mask, you get to stay home. I don't get, I don't have to wear a mask, and mm-hmm. I can choose not to stay home. Everybody, everybody's happy in that situation. But your want to make me wear a mask and make me stay home so that you can go run errands, yes, is one hundred percent selfishness on your part. Yep. In both of our situations, you can run errands, mm-hmm. but in my situation. I'm not forced to do anything so that you can run errands. But they have a mask on, so what is their problem? The, that's the other thing. Is like yeah. a mass transmission is is reduced by down to 27 percent or whatever whatever their fucking numbers are. And it's like okay, so if you're wearing a mask, then you're 27 percent less likely to get it. Sounds sounds good to me. Well, no, you need to wear one because if you're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, then my percentage of getting it is blah blah blah, and yours is is so much lower too. It's like yeah, 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 but. I, I don't care about my percentage because my percentage is 
basically nothing. Yeah. Like me catching the the coronavirus, right? I'm three times more likely to die from diarrhea. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we like, shouldn't have, we shouldn't have had Mexican tonight. <laughs> we should not have had Mexican tonight. I uh <laughs> my chances of catching the kung flu. Yeah. Very very low. Like 1%, right? My chance of being hospitalized of the 1%, chance of being hospitalized, another 1%. 0.01% chance of being hospitalized. Mm-hmm. My chances of dying are fucking infinitesimal. My chance of catching Kung flu, going to the hospital, and dying are like 0.0001%. Basically nothing. I'm more likely to get struck by lightning. I still, I still go out when it rains. Yeah. Like you can't. You cannot protect yourself from all risks. The the thousand people there mm-hmm. more likely to get rear-ended on their way home yeah. than they were to catch kung flu. Also, an outdoor and out, there's an outdoor no outdoor event? transmission. That's the yep. crazy thing. Plus, uh, the vector the vector for spread at the protests because the protests did caught the spread. That's the surge we're seeing now. You know where the 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 surge came from? Where? Portable toilets. Like porta potties? Yep. Go in there, it's fucking hot and <clears throat> humid. I can and you're in there breathing. Yep. And you're in there, there's nowhere to wash your hands. <clears throat> Next guy goes in, he and you get high viral loads in the porta potties. They'll have the uh little uh you know dispenser for uh that's always German. empty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, at Oktoberfest last year, they had like these little hand sanitizer stations where you could wash your hands after you went into the toilet, and none of them worked, no. or they they were almost always empty. It's like, what are you guys doing here? Or here's the thing: or uh, the huge spike we've had is the increase in testing that everyone wanted to happen. That it's that too. It's that too. Because guess what? Deaths have not deaths do have not. Followed the same no, and hospitalizations Ho- are also. Definitely, hospitalizations have not. They're all. They're on the continued decline from the previous they're, peak. They're going crazy in Texas. They're like ICUs are at ninety five percent capacity, and then the people that run hospitals in Texas are like, yeah, ICUs are always, always at ninety five percent capacity because yeah, yeah. that's how we make money. Uh-huh. And uh, but they don't report that. And then the other thing is in Texas specifically. Uh, so say you break your leg, right? Okay. You're you're out riding a motorized bicycle. You run into a wall. Yep. And you break your leg. Mm-hmm. That would never happen. But uh, never let's, happen. let's pretend. Let's pretend. Um, we take you to the hospital, and uh-huh. at the hospital they're testing all patients. Of course, got to. And you are positive. You're not symptomatic. You're not nope. feeling sick. Nope. To to you, there's nope. nothing wrong. But you have the kung flu, or I have the antibodies, or the antibodies. Because I had it and didn't even feel it. And Right, and you're here for the broken leg, and they take you into the ER uh-huh. and they set your leg. Are you a broken leg hospitalization, Tim? Of course I am. That's what I'm there for. No, you're a <laughs> you're a COVID nineteen hospitalization. So at a certain point, my guess is we're gonna see like Texas hospital beds in use, hospitalization numbers at like twelve thousand people, uh-huh. and while the hospital bed capacity is like eight thousand or whatever uh-huh. it is, it's gonna be like how. They must be overrun. But then the capacity numbers are going to say that they still have open yeah, beds. It's yeah. going to be like, and then they'll just won't report those numbers no, of anymore. Of course not. Of course not. It's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous that we have to control one another. Just like, just fucking take care of yourself. 
You can't, I can't control, I can't hit the brakes for the person behind me in traffic. I just kind of got to hope that they're on top of it. And sometimes I get hit. One time I got hit, right? Yep. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop driving. There was a story I read, there was a story I read this week, and it was about this woman, uh, I read it today actually, <laughs> She woke up. She woke up in the middle of the night with a hundred degree fever, like a hundred point five or something. Okay. And then she goes. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm sick." She goes back to bed and she wakes up before seven a.m. in the morning to call her doctor. And at seven a.m. in the morning, she has no more fever. Okay. <laughs> and no symptoms and no problems whatsoever. Goes to the doctor and gets a test. You are woo flu positive. Uh huh. And her thought is, oh, my God, my husband's going to get it. We're going to die. And who's going to take care of our kids? Like, ma'am, Karen, bitch, you got over the you got over the Kung flu in three hours. <laughs> this story, this story, and, it, and they use the word harrowing, harrowing experience. <laughs> like, a harrowing experience is when uh, I hit a patch of ice going 75 on the highway. That was a harrowing experience. A harrowing experience is this death metal drummer that was <laughs> in a coma for 12 days because of it. <laughs> a harrowing experience, my three hours suffering from the Kung flu while I mostly slept through it. To me, that story's like, see, it's fucking nothing. It's nothing. But to this lady, it's the end of the fucking earth. What if everyone has the the uh, a fever for three hours? We'll never survive. Such a joke. I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Um... Todd, do you know anybody directly who has had the kung flu? Not directly. No. Yeah, Tim. Yes. Who who do you know? Uh, a, a family member. A family member. Yes. When's the last time you saw this family member? Uh, last year. Okay. You that's better a, say that's that. scurrilous. What do you mean scurrilous? I mean, like, uh, a, a family member you don't see for a year. Do you even really know him? <laughs> I'm trying to think. You... Oh, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's been 10 years. No, it's, seen him. it was, well, we had two. And he wasn't even a family member. He was like a guy who married okay. into the family. No. We had, we had two big family funerals last year, so I definitely saw them at, at least that much. Uh... My, my sister's uh, my sister's ex boyfriend who I met exactly one time. Uh -huh. uh, she said he tested for it, and the former executive director of the ballet uh, was exposed, but didn't have it. So in my book, I have I don't know anybody who got it, which kind of makes you think like there's a lot of people like that. I know a lot of my friends. It's like oh yeah, I know a person who knows a person who had it. You're my person that I know who knows a person who had it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And you're also Todd's. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the guy from uh, from uh, Death Angel, Will Carroll. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the drummer for Death Angel, and uh, he was in a in a coma for I believe twelve days. Yeah. Due to COVID nineteen, and uh, the, his his <laughs> uh, the China virus. Yeah. So he spent twelve China. days in a medically induced coma. Uh, when he woke up, he said uh, he had dreams of visiting the afterlife. He saw himself leave his body and plummet down to hell, where Satan, which was a woman, punished him for the deadly of sin of was. sloth, morphing him into a Jabba the Hutt-like monster who vomited blood until he had a heart attack. 
I woke up on the hospital bed with tubes coming in and out of me, and there was a nurse right there. My first words were, am I still in hell? She ignored me. <laughs> That's because that bitch is the devil. So here, here's the thing, right? Uh, if that was my uh, influence, if I was a death metal drummer in a in a popular de- in a popular, uh, well, he's not not death metal. Uh, he's thrush. Um, if I was in a metal band and I I had that experience, I, that would just kind of like cement my like. But I was like, I, our next album should be about this dude that falls into hell uh-huh. and gets uh, morphed into like an amorphous that's blob a, that's and starts a pretty vomiting blood. Experience. That's a harrowing experience. Um, but apparently um, this guy went the opposite way. He says, I'm still listening to satanic metal. I still love Deicide and bands like that. But as for my personal life, I don't think Satan's quite cool as I used to. Maybe harrowing, <laughs> uh, is, maybe harrowing is the right word because it's the the – now the, the the definition says acutely distressing. <laughs> so maybe maybe harrowing is the yeah. exact right word, and I'm giving harrowing a lot more. Maybe <laughs> transitioning yeah. to gospel. Yeah. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, that's his name. He got the. Uh, oh, did he really? Yep. Huh. Or early too, like the, oh, ad- the adjective harrowing is often often used to describe a firsthand experience that is terrifying. Such as a herring drive home in icy weather. My yeah. exact example. <laughs> uh, checkmate, checkmate, Karen, bitch. That's a that's a that's an absolutely insane, topsy turvy world. Yep. I cannot believe he kidnapped a thousand people and made them listen and, to his concert. Right, and then he stole their money. And they stole their money. He, t- he took their money as ransom. What a dickhead! Yeah. Cancel him. Yes, please. Well, this has been Here's What I'll Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm Todd. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Here's What We Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Uh, here's a three-minute voicemail. Fuck nuggets, dead helm from the fucking shithole that's California. Here's what I don't cock sucking get, cunt muffins. So, you know, uh, it's against HIPAA violations if you have ass on to wear uh, face masks, right? Because you can't fucking breathe in one of those pieces of shit. It's against but, ADA. You know, HIPAA is the health. I go into the bank because my mom needs me to privacy act. go break a $100 bill into some fives, tens, twenties, and a couple dimes and quarters. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go do that. And old guy reminds me when I, before I get into the store, fucking, oh yeah, you need to wear your mask. I'm like, oh yeah, good idea. So just put it around my ear because I can't fucking or just hit my windshield upgrade. Jesus fuck. Like a big ass bird. Maybe like you know New York vision size. Like fuck, I got yelled at by this than... bitch in the doctor's oh, office waiting on my oh, dad. Fuck, it's not cracked. Because I wasn't um, wearing a mask on my mouth. Um, she but, wasn't yeah, wearing no. a mask. <laughs> uh, so I got, yeah, no, it's against uh, you know, lady at the behind the counter does not give a single fuck. But uh, officer fucking dickbag security guard. But don't get me wrong, I weigh three hundred fifty pounds, but I'm a fat piece of shit. But at least I'm six foot two to compensate for it. I'm six one because I slouch. But that's not the point. I'm not a lazy piece of fucking shit. And I, well, I am. I'm both. I am and I'm not. But 
you know, if I go and say, you know, you need to go wear a fucking face mask, somebody would tell me to go fuck myself. But because this man has a fake badge on him, he gets to go, uh, you need to wear your mask. I'm like, so then I tell him, oh, well, no, it's actually against HIPAA regulations. You can't fucking do that to ADA. me. So then he's like, do you have a face covering? And I'm like, yes, I have an actual gas mask, but I don't think you want me going into a fucking bank with a gas mask because it looks like I'm about to rob a bitch. So no, yeah. I don't have a Wear fucking that. face covering. <laughs> so Cunt comes out with some fucking cheap piece of plastic and honey little headband for my fat, retarded fucking brain. And I'm like, oh, listen, oh, thanks, fucking officer dick cunt. And, you know. Just put on like I, a hat. You know, I wish I would have said that to his face, but, you know, as soon as I say, uh, tyrannists need to be jerked through the street and hung on trees, some Karen on Facebook's like, bro, you can't say it! Because you saw us neighbors! And it's like, yeah, I get it! Was that, was that Nakers? And, um, mm. you know, about 12% black, uh, not the dick size show for it, but, you know, it's definitely in there somewhere. And, but, you know, when Is I the... say, hey, stop violating my rights! I'm the fucking radical one. Because I want to kill people. Yeah, me too. That's why you have to just go trans mask and identify that your face is a mask and you don't have, you're, you're exempt from any of that. I'm a, sir, I'm a sovereign citizen. I don't wear masks. <laughs> oh, God, sovereign citizens. Here's one from the Discord. Saw it. Scancut42 here. Here's what I don't get. Why is there only one speed on the freeway? We all know that the fast lane is a different speed than the slow lane. This is why we end up with these idiotic old people and just general Holy stupid shit, people this that is get the greatest in the fast thing I've lane ever heard. and they want to go the speed limit because they're oh, I heard the dirt the dirt the debate limit says seventy, so I'm you gonna go to seventy in the fast yeah. lane. If we had the fast lane actually say eighty or eighty five, which is what most people go in the fast lane then we could actually get in behind people going 70 and go, hey, you're a fucking retard. Now you're actually not obeying the law. Get the fuck out of my way. But just think of how beautiful that would be. You're like, you know what? I feel like going 75 today. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to get in the 75 lane. Why has nobody thought of this? Oh, my God. I'm a they fucking thought about it on the Autobahn. I solved the world's problems. The Autobahn does that. It's like buses and shit are in the right two lanes, and it's one speed. It's, there's not a speed limit, but there's like a... These are the speed zones. But yeah, even even if they lowered the speed limit of the right lane, right? So like the turnpike is 75. Yeah. yeah. I think if the right lane was 70 and the left lane was 75, God, that'd be so great. Because <laughs> the turnpike, the- you get two people going 76 miles an hour and they just get next to each other and they're like, well, what are you doing, buddy? I'm driving down the turnpike. What are you doing, buddy? And meanwhile, everyone and their mom is just backed up behind them like, fucking go! Like the minimum speed, they should have minimum speeds. Uh, most up, the, no the turnpikes, the interstates do, but not always your your in town highways. Like here, it's uh, passing only. You know, you can't drive in the fast lane for more than what a half mile or. Yeah, but they don't actually enforce that, so it's made absolutely no difference. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Hey guys, Deadhound still on the fucking rant. You know, I'm I like the. You know, I like to pretend I'm black-pilled, and, you know, I'm black I'm more libertarian than anybody else in my family, except for my dad. He seems like the type that's willing, actually willing to go hang uh, 
fairness. But, you know, I'm all for it as soon as, soon as I won't get fucked over for it. So, yeah, no. I, you know, if it were up to me, I would have fucking punched that fat piece of shit in the fucking face and then told him, hey, you fat fuck, how about instead of being a five foot two, three hundred eighty pound loser that has a security job because you're fucking fat, how about you go do something with your fucking life? Oh, yeah, there's 30 million people out of work, kid. Oh, well, you yeah, you look to have a job. Fuck you. I'm doing the best I can, and I still can't afford a fucking car payment because, you know, fuck me, I guess. And then these fucking guys on the road don't know how to drive. So, yeah, I know. I get it, guys. I get fucking Cavs purified rage, you know? You know, football, we call that retard strength or just rage. And um, if it were legal for me to own a handgun, bitches would have been capped on the side of the fucking road a while ago. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. Yeah, I'm called a radicalist because I fucking hate the stupid way that this country is being run, how it's going into the shithole. But, you know, as soon as I fucking say that, oh, you're white. Fuck you, cuz. I'm glad I'm fucking white. White, black power. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. no. Uh, it's FBI agents. Cancel. You know, it's all Fucking Christ. This shit won't fucking move. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you guys have a great fucking day. Go fuck yourself. Have a good fucking day. Wherever the fuck you sign this way off. Stay furious. Really bringing it, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've been that angry. Oh, so much for that one. <laughs> Andy here. I've really been listening or calling in for a while. I haven't really been in my own jovial mood lately. But let me just tell you guys this story about the cult. The A7 Fox body. I only swapped it. You know my right? I saved the story. Do you understand any of that, Tim? Nope. He got a Fox body and he Coyote engine swapped it. And a Coyote is a crate engine you can put in Mustangs. That's okay. a higher power and higher performance than the stock ones. Okay. After my truck got burnt down in the Ferguson riot. Wait, wait, what? Thing, I'm never going to guess what happened a few weeks ago. My Fox Daddy, a sweet car, hard top, not a convertible because it had a woman. My sweet Fox Daddy <laughs> got burnt down <laughs> and uh, also my garage. You moved to Colin, maybe. Had a rough couple weeks. Yeah, I, I guess they had it coming, you know. Uh, so my white privilege, me as an Asian man, uh, my white privilege, uh, I deserve to have my, my gorgeous car burnt to the ground and not nearly get back from insurance what I put into it in the last few years. So let me just say, uh, when you guys, all you uh, good Nazis, uh, have your little race war. Um, believe me, uh, I will definitely be fighting on the white side uh, because <laughs> the rest of those motherfuckers, they can fucking rot and die and swing for all they fucking care. Them and the stupid white cunts that fucking puppet them to get attention. Fuck all of them. Fuck you. You fuck my car. I hope you all fucking die. Sucks about the fox Oh, uh, dude, that is... Uh... You know, I, I don't even like Fox bodies, really. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Uh, they're good for... Uh, they're like, good for, for racing. Like, yeah. Oh, God, they're 
but some streets. They're great track mm-hmm. cars. Uh, but the thing is, I love classic cars, mm-hmm. and even even classic cars I hate. I, uh, I I feel viscerally hurt when I see them destroyed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I saw in uh, Jack Reacher, he's driving like a 1970 Chevelle, uh-huh. and he <sighs> rams it into a bunch of fucking barrels. And I'm just like, God, I hope that was a kit car and not an actual classic car. But I know, I know that it is, it is mm-hmm. one. It just makes me sick to my stomach. Um, so to hear, to hear that your your car was destroyed, like, um, that really, really sucks. I, I, I can't even put into words what the disappointment must be on your end. And also, I'd like to point out that all these people that were like, oh, these riots are righteous and whatnot. What did Andy's car do? Uh, to and for again to cause police violence, it's private property being destroyed. These people are losing their fucking minds that these people uh, went out on their porch with guns to keep this group from fucking marching up on their house, smashing their windows and setting shit on fire. Oh, there are no, there's no risk. There are peaceful protests. There are peaceful protests. Like, oh yeah, because none of the protests have burnt anything down prior to now. And here we are. This man lost. This man lost an American icon. America lost an American icon. <laughs> that's who really. That's who really suffers from this. And I'd also like to say convertibles are not women's cars. <laughs> There's way more. They do way more. Uh, dude, you don't even know. If you don't drive a convertible, you don't understand the joy of a convertible. This is perks. Everybody loves them. Everyone's always like, "Oh man, that's an awesome car." Easy to break in. Uh, yeah, but then you you damage the roof. And you just smash a window if you're going to damage the car to break into yeah, it. Yeah. In which case, no car is safe because all cars have windows. Do they, though? Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, do you want another Dead Helm voicemail? No. Or do you want uh, another voicemail and then a Dead Helm voicemail? Get it over with. Hey, guys. So, you know, my little Ingerfield rant. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to be completely done. My mom, I go back, I give the money to my mom. I tell my mom what happened. You know what she fucking tells me? You need to stop being so rude to everybody. No! I'm not the one being rude. You're the you one need to be rude to everybody! <laughs> All the time! Fuck you. Burn in hell, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. But... You know, I obviously don't say that to their face, because if I do, I'm the fucking dick, and you're not welcome. You're not welcome back in this bank. Well, fuck you. I'm not using this bank anymore. Give me all my fucking money and go somewhere else that don't treat me like shit. So, yeah. No. Um, and this fucking goddamn hate being in a farming town, because it's like, there's, I'm always stuck behind some fucking either entitled prick that has a fucking... Drives hella slow for just the fact that they exist, or it's uh, stuck behind a fucking ranch worker, and this dude's pulling fucking 15 ladders so they can go pick fruit, and fucking, I'm trying not to get rear-ended, and it's some fucking prick with a lifted F-250 fucking platinum, bro. I'm so fucking cool. My daddy bought me a $75,000 pickup truck, and I have special rims on it, and it's listed, bro. You won't get it, bro. Fuck you, fucking piece of shit. But once I, you know... Sam, you need to calm down. You're being crazy. No, I'm not. Fuck you. Crazy. That was crazy once. 
fucking stick for his voice. Uh, you know, uh, actually thinking about that Fox body may, makes me think of a funny story that happened to me this week. I was driving home late one night yep. and I was at a red light and I was in the, I was in the far left lane and there was another car, like a four door fusion in the far right lane. And there's a middle lane between us. And so the light turns green and the guy in the fusion takes off and he's like, Bruh! and I realized, I realized that he must've seen me. Cause I was, I was listening to music really loud with the top down. And so he starts off into the intersection, and I'm like, "Oh, this is what we're doing now." <laughs> so I give it, I give it a lot more gas, and just blast down the road. And we catch up at the next light, and he pulls, he pulls up next to me, and he just goes, "I thought I had a chance." <laughs> <laughs> and I was in like, what world? No, man, no, you don't. Maybe, maybe if I was in a V6, but uh, not, not in this car. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Triple T? Uh, Matt from Minnesota. I just want to respond, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how this is supposed to work. Um, but yeah, I understand where you're coming from, Tab. I hate being told by radical leftists. Um, as much as you and as much as I hate tool fanatics. But I hate the police and the government telling me what to do as much as I hate juggalos, which is exponentially <laughs> more. If I could genocide one group of people, it'd be a tough up, toss up between uh, government employees, police, and juggalos. Oh, government employees. Because <laughs> government employees would take care of police, too. Um, and yeah, but yeah. maybe some juggalos. Looking forward to the next episode. Hope you guys had a good week. Uh, quit talking about steak so fucking much, by the way. I have spent so much money on steak in the last few weeks just because every week you're talking about steak. <laughs> now I eat more steak than I ever have before. That's a good choice. It is a good choice. Yeah, You get really full when you eat steak. Uh, but it's like, but it, yeah. and like the next morning, do you get really hungry? No, it's red. No, red meat is protein. It automatically goes and well, makes you. If you skip breakfast, do you get really hungry? I skip breakfast every day. Yeah, if you skip breakfast, you turns out you get hungry, Todd. <laughs> I, I eat two meals but, a day. I eat lunch and I eat dinner. Yeah, but I'm saying it. if you didn't eat meat the the night before, you could normally make it to lunch. What do you What are you gonna eat though? Like for what? Lunch or no, no, for dinner. What are you eating? What are you eating that doesn't have meat? Fiber. It's what's for dinner, man. Where's what the beef? Is... <laughs> where did I? Where did I have a? Oh, we had a. We went to this place called Big Whiskey last weekend. Big Whiskey was pretty, pretty, pretty all right. good. Yeah, and I had a steak there, and it was pretty. It's a new. It's a new whiskey restaurant. I guess they have live music too. Do they? Uh, yeah. Uh, some guy I was talking to was yeah. like, "Yeah, they're doing live music <laughs> there," and I was like, "Oh man, I have to <laughs> check that out sometime." Yeah. I had a uh, blueberry mojito. <laughs> yeah, he did. Which was, uh, it was, <laughs> it's probably the gayest drink I've ever had. Since wine. It, it was all right. It actually needed more. All the, all, it had fresh blueberries in it and they were all muddled and at the bottom. Uh, it needed to be like a mixed drink. Yeah. Hey, if you want to see uh, a bartender, like throw him for a loop, uh, ask him to make a Mai Tai. They normally like go and ask the, the other bartender, the local Asian guy. Speaking of uh, that place, one of the bartenders did not show up because she didn't want to wear a mask. Yep, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's right." The, our server was telling us, and you were like, "That sounds like the girl for me." I said, <laughs> I said "That's my kind of girl." Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I had a pretty good burger. That burger I had was pretty good. The, yeah. We had that that 
Trucking Tucker really liked that buffalo dip. He did. He it did. Was good stuff, he's like he's wheeling and dealing with the server. Like I need more of this buffalo <laughs> dip. I need it brought to me so that I can bring it home. Yeah. I ended up I ended up having a uh, a bourbon and coke. A, it was it was called cherry coke. Bourbon and cherry coke. Uh, it was delicious. It was Woodford Reserve uh, with coke and uh, like a muddled cherry thing on the bottom. So it got sweeter as you finished the drink. It was uh it was very nice. I have not had I had not had Woodford Reserve, but it was uh my my, my tongue was like ooh this is this is nice and spicy. Yeah, I'd go there again. I go there again too. It's a little pricey, but uh, it is a little pricey. It's like an it's, it's like an upscale Fridays Fridays yeah. or one of those what what have you Chili's with a whiskey theme with a whiskey theme we're gonna do steaks on the third of july hell yeah yeah nothing says america like some steaks we're gonna break in john's grill for him yes yeah eh, it'll be it'll be all right what do you mean i mean you, you ideally you want you want to eat your steaks on a seasoned grill yeah but well we could cook some bacon on his grill real quick yeah true yeah true i'll take a virgin steak though I made. A, uh, I mean, my first steak on my grill was it was. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's the best steak I've ever had, but yeah. there was a huge amount of satisfaction in that steak. Of course. Yeah. Hey, Jamie, you remember the uh, jalapeno cream cheese bacon wrapped? Those things were great. I made. I have these big trays that I use for uh, smoking anything, uh-huh. and I could not fit any more jalapeno halves. It was just littered with them, uh-huh. and uh, still got a bunch of them. Nice. Um, they're they're that's all I ate. I had ribs. I had every animal was represented. I had cow, chicken, every animal, pig. Well, the normal ones that you eat every day. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, that that was what I went for. Is the uh, filled up on a uh, jalapenos. Well, you had bacon though. Yeah, man, it was good. That's still meat. Well. Uh, well, uh, this has been meat talk. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, there's there's meat plenty switch. more of it next week. <laughs> Catch you guys next week.